Hello and welcome to The Forecast with Alexia Landa, your spiritual best friend to guide you into your upcoming week. Explore ways to navigate your day-to-day life with consciousness and free will. Sit back, relax, and let yourself be surprised by life. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm so happy to be back after three weeks of not recording. I would um, think about the forecast a lot because it's supposed to be up every Monday, but I would sit down and just think about life. (laughs) I usually, every time I record, I do not write anything down. I do not know what I'm going to be talking about. I do not know what the focus is. I just literally sit down and read the energy for the next week, for the next month, and I flow with it. I flow with whatever is coming in. I flow with whatever guides, higher vibrational beings are telling me. So for the past three weeks, there was a lot of just, how can I say this? No way of communicating. Communication was kind of stagnant. It was like I wanted to tell you guys what I would see, but I couldn't really talk for too long obviously I also think it was just March was a lot and I didn't want to give you guys a podcast where the energy wasn't really fully there so also the way I would have said things it would have it wouldn't have been as energetic but I'm back and I'm just very very excited to talk to you guys because this is like a conversation the forecast is about me really telling you how um vibrations are going to be for the next month next week but i do want you all to feel comfortable and feel like this is a safe space where a conversation can keep going i love when people message me about how the forecast is impacting or how the forecast is connected to your story because this is an overall um, energetic forecast so everyone will actually experience it differently everyone's going to have a way different experience within what their story is whatever is happening on happening on your day-to-day story whatever is happening within your perspective of how you absorb this information so perspective is also a really um important aspect of this how are you taking in the information so i'm just happy that i have this this conversation with all of you every monday and i get to really just connect because i do feel like every time i record a forecast i I tap into different energies as if I know who's going to listen before you even listen. And it's a beautiful energy of connection, of exchange. That's what I want to call it, like an exchange, an equal exchange of I listen to you guys too. Whatever the higher vibrational beings tell me to talk about, it's usually because uh, as a group, you're all going through something similar or you're experiencing something similar. So sometimes even the examples are very specific. And and also I love to be able to share 
my stories as a channeler to be able to connect to all of you because I do get a lot of questions about how different it is to be a channeler and go through different scenarios in life and I don't think it's that different because at the end of the day I'm still learning I'm still a student so my higher vibrational beings guide me but there's still this emotional side in which I tap into and I go through and I experience so the difference is just that maybe my rebirths are very instant because with practice I've really listen to my higher vibrational beings now doubt is there because it's supposed to be there everything is supposed to be within us we are everything but there's a different reaction than when i was 17 and i was trying to ignore my higher vibrational beings when i was 17 i would just ignore i would be like okay i know but can i just experience something please so so yeah, I don't do that any longer. But we're going to talk about April. April is a month where there are a lot of new beginnings, a lot of just energy coming in and either you grab something you knew or you don't. So obviously it's a choice, like everything. It's a choice. It's what you want in life, how you want it, what fits into your lifestyle and what doesn't. So this new beginning or these new beginnings obviously bring an ending. So it's a month where you really have to connect to compassion and self-empathy. Because maybe your process is different than others. Maybe others are very decisive and your lesson is to become decisive. So instead of saying, why can't I just decide? Learn how to decide. Look into it ask people how do you decide um ask yourself how do i want to decide what is the process i want to go through do i want to ask myself and then maybe make a list of pros and cons and maybe ask my feelings versus my logic and by the way i said it wrong because i said versus feeling and logic have always have to be balanced always have to be united, always have to be a team. Sometimes we separate everything because it's easier to understand. One thing is separating to see the different um, characteristics of something. Another thing is literally separating as they're against each other. Feelings and logic are not supposed to be against each other. They balance one another so that you don't go to either extreme. You don't go into a very logical space where you forget to feel. And you don't go to a space where it's all feeling and you forget about the logical part of things. The logic, the um, 2 plus 2 is 4. You know, So it's about a balance. So if you feel like you do not know how to make decisions, always try to balance those two. And also recognize what are the feelings that I'm, even emotions, what are the emotions I'm constantly tapping into that maybe they don't have space in me any longer. I already learned from them. Why does everything have to be sad or why does everything have to be anxiety or why does everything have to be joy? Maybe it's excitement, maybe it's um, fulfillment. You just really haven't recognized the difference 
So April is all about that within the new beginning. Because a new beginning brings in a new perspective, a new beginning brings in new lessons and closure to old lessons. Lessons do not have to be tough. Lessons do not have to be trauma-based, do not have to um, heal wounds. Lessons are also about fun. They can be about, you know, meeting someone that you actually actually get along with, a new best friend, that they show you a new type of mirror, a mirror that is feminine or more masculine or whatever it is that you need in the now. So also take that into consideration, perspective. How are you connecting to this new beginning? Are you connecting to this new beginning with the same pain as as you had in the past because that's all you you feel like you know when in reality we have past lives so we know way more than what we think we know it's just about tapping into it tapping into that feeling that emotion that logic that perspective so it's about really paying attention to how you're walking into this new door Imagine a new door. It's a new door right in front of you. How are you walking in? Are you walking in with the perspective of the old reality you lived in, the old patterns, the old perspective? Or are you walking in with the new one? The new one can be the complete opposite. It can just be balanced. You decide. I would make my new perspective very abundant. And by abundant, I mean very happy, excited, compassionate, open to, if I feel sad, I feel sad. No toxic positivity. So April is all about new beginnings. And I do want to say a new beginning doesn't mean it's a huge shift. Sometimes a new beginning starts with very simple things. Very simple things as in I signed a lease and I I was so scared to. I um i moved to a different bank like very mundane i moved to a different bank because now i'm learning about percentages or um mortgages and they have better system or you never know it could be as simple as something very mundane because we're here to experience life and i actually want to get into about how life is an experience and how beautiful that is. I think sometimes I talk about certain topics um, a lot that I feel like they're not new or they're not necessarily um, not important, but as if I should repeat it or say it again. And this weekend I was with family and we were having these conversations. We we're the type that we love to have a long breakfast. So let's say we start at 10 a.m. We end at 2 p.m. because we're just talking and talking and talking. And also we don't see each other as often as we would like to. We're very used to um, communication. We love to share. And when we were talking about ascension, which is a topic that's really out there right now um, within the spiritual community of ascending and um, reaching enlightenment and all these different ways of understanding consciousness 
That is beautiful. I I really love to see that shift. I love to see how everyone is connecting in a different way, how there is space for everyone in a different way, how there is growth in self-awareness and consciousness and wanting to really tap into that fifth element because there's five elements. Um, And the fifth element is ether. It's energy. It's us. It's how we co-create, how we exist. We exist because of the five elements and we have them all within. And the fifth one that's usually not spoken about is ether, that energy, that vibration. Um, It's a mixture of vibration with light and, but I'm completely going off track. So let's talk about ascension. I believe that when sometimes pressure is really about ascending, the, the pressure is put on ascending, the pressure is put on enlightenment, on I should be this person, I should be this type of um, person because it worked for someone else, because I read these, these books and they tell me I have to be perfect. And this is where I'm going, because April is all about getting rid of perfectionism. That's why you're getting a new beginning. So, ascending, I always tell people, your soul is ascended. Your higher self is ascended. Your higher self is guiding you through life. Okay, so think about it this way. You have higher vibrational beings and part of those guides is your higher self. Your higher self is this expanded self that can be anything and everything. And when you come down to earth as a human and you have free will, you can activate certain parts of you that have everything and anything, which give you that power to experience, to do whatever it is that you want. Of course, experiences are the ones that activate them. That's why we believe in evolution. So this higher self is guiding us. It's giving us steps. It it respects our free will. So we decide how we're going to experience it. We decide if we take in a certain type of teacher or or if we need that teacher. So, and by teacher, I mean people we meet or situations or scenarios. Everything has purpose. Everything is divine timing. So your higher self being ascended, your soul being ascended, because it's already up there. And we say up there when in reality it's like it's just in a different vibration. Being here as a human is not about a race. It's about understanding that if you use free will with self, self-awareness and consciousness, every step of the way, everything is divine. Everything has purpose. Everything is connected to that higher self. So... When people speak about ascension with a very anxious outlook, anxious perspective, we forget how beautiful it is to be human, how beautiful it is to sometimes even make mistakes because making a mistake gives you the opportunity to grow and learn and expand and say, okay, I understand now I was being stubborn about this. I I should have read the 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 obvious signs. I should have said no. I should have stopped. I should have gone the different route. But now you have that information in you. 
and that information is needed to awaken a tool that brings in consciousness. So the most beautiful part of being human are experiences. And as we we grow into consciousness, they get easier and they get funner and they get um, expansive and magnetic. So it's all about that perspective, about switching it. Because ascension is given if you actually go back to your soul, your higher self, and you tell them your experience. You're here to grab as many experiences, grab as many consciousness, to go back and tell yourself, well, this is what it is to be a human. This is what it was to connect to these people. This is what it was to connect to this career, this foundation, this um, these siblings, this family. And mutually, you all help one another. Mutually, you all grow together when you have that perspective. Instead of wanting to ignore people because you are on your way to ascension. Because loneliness sometimes is is more of a... I don't want to... How can I say it? It's more of a block, like a box of I don't speak to certain people because they have a very negative energy. Instead, what? It, why don't you see it as, oh, those people really teach me patience and empathy and compassion. Maybe I can't speak to them every single day because this is not about sacrifice. But when I run into them, when I see them because either... They're part of my circle, my family, my whatever it is. I expand my heart to that compassion because they are those teachers. And maybe I don't need those teachers teachers any longer because I know what it is to be compassionate, but there's a reason why I need the reminder. Or I need the reminder of how to be humble. Or I need the reminder of humility of anything. Anything that's repetitive. But if you do have a way to set a boundary where they don't walk into your life any longer to affect you, because one thing is being self-aware and conscious of, oh, I just have to be compassionate. Another thing is, no, it bothers me and I'm having a difficult time with this. So that's about releasing, detaching, understanding, building that consciousness to get to the point of empathy and compassion. So... What I'm trying to get to here is that ascension and enlightenment is not about perfectionism. It's not about looking a certain way. It is not about doing whatever uh, other people did, but finding your way. Finding what gives you peace, what gives you truth, what gives you intention. Intention is the most important part of any type of enlightenment. Why are you doing things? Are you doing it because you want to be the first one to go to ascension? So you're connecting to competitiveness, connecting to wanting to be seen a certain way, all these other factors. Or are you just connecting to it because maybe you want to heal lineage? You say, hey, I take very important um, how my lineage, my brother actually told me this on our on our drive back to my house. He told me, he was like, oh, I heard this person say how he didn't understand how certain people didn't want to heal when your ancestors have fought all these fights or these wars and 
have gone through starvation and have gone through all these like very extreme things and now it's it's easier in a sense i'm not saying there's no hardship i'm not saying there's no trauma it's just a bit easier a little bit easier than it was even that five percent is enough to say i'll do this for my ancestors and i thought that was very clever to say very humble to say it's not just about doing it for us it's also about lineage it's about the next generation again evolution so it's it's about intention why do you want this and that's going to give you either anxiety or excitement and sometimes these can be together by the way I know sometimes when I get excited, I can get a bit anxious, but I see anxious or anxiety as this this extra energy my body, my physical body is giving me to do the action, to do what I have to do. So I take it as, oh, this is very important. That means I really need an action. I really need to go and use up all this energy I'm receiving right now. I don't see it as I I can't move. I see it as an opportunity. So when you start connecting to these different intentions, they give you a different perspective. And you start seeing opportunity in everything. And anxiety gives me that opportunity to, to awaken, to say, okay, let's do this. I'm excited, but I have this bit of anxiety. Okay, let me go move my body. Maybe movement is going to give me an answer. Maybe movement is going to give me the action. Or I just really need an action already, whatever it is that I'm working on. And when you set that intention to what you want ascension or enlightenment or consciousness to be, it gets fun. It gets really fun because you stop thinking you're in a race. Because you, you have a whole lifetime either short, medium, long, whatever it is that it becomes for anyone, it's still a lifetime. And a lifetime is about being in the now, about taking step by step, about not thinking you have to know it all by now. I think that perfectionism, which is what you should be avoiding this month, is an addiction to wanting to feel safe all the time because knowing it all makes anyone feel safe understanding it all makes anyone feel safe but when you go into living versus um, survival because this is a safety connected to survival when you live you understand that the lesson is still keeping you safe the experience is still keeping you safe. But this safety doesn't mean you don't feel emotions or feelings. The survival safety is about not feeling or having any emotion that you feel is negative. You're completely avoiding it. But when you live an experience, you understand all of that is part of life and it's actually beautiful. I've felt sad many times, even though I was happy. I would feel sad maybe because I was thinking about the wrong things. Maybe because I was thinking about... I What's the most common thing? Maybe because I am... I love my people. I really do. <laughs> I, whoever is my people, whoever is in my circle, I love them. 
and I try to give my best to everyone. And I think when I get sad, it's because I feel like I can't give them all my attention or all my energy. So I start like connecting to sadness and I say, okay, what can I exchange the sadness for? Instead of feeling sad and thinking about it, I'm just going to call whoever I can call and check in. I'm going to FaceTime my mom and be like, mom, what's going on? What's up? And she gets surprised and she's like, oh, it's 2 p.m. and you're calling me. Aren't you working right now? So I exchange it right away. But I'm not scared of feeling sad. I just feel like it's a it's this signal coming in and saying, hey, there's something that you love to do and you haven't done. And when there's sadness connected to trauma, that's usually because you want to understand why, how, where there's lack of clarity. And that's very common and it's okay. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means it has to be worked on. Consciousness has to walk in. You have to set an intention of release and the whole process. So when you want to be safe in a survival mode, you're always going to feel like any emotion is too heavy. When you want to be safe in the learning, living experiences way, you're going to give it purpose. You're going to connect it to the closest way of exchange. You're going to use the energy so you're not going to be carrying all this heavy energy from not using it. It's like money. If you don't use it, it becomes stagnant. It even loses its value if you have it in cash. So it has to flow. There has to be a give and receive, give and receive because things have to flow. I'm not saying to not save money, save money. I'm just saying you still have to give a flow to things. Just like you have to save your energy and say, okay, I have a whole day. I'm not going to spend all my energy within the first three hours. I want to really expand it for the next 14 hours, 16 hours. So it's about balancing and not trying to be in survival mode because then the whole ascension and consciousness and enlightenment is going to feel heavy. It's going to feel like a sacrifice. It's going to feel like everything is a big deal. And it's not that nothing is important. Everything is important. That's why you give it purpose. It's more that you don't have to stay in those moments for too long. You don't have to really explore them for too long. If you truly give it an intention, you move in, you move from it fast. You understand it fast. You, you understand what's next. You understand yourself. And when there is survival, you stop understanding yourself and you just look into books or other people to see what's the right thing. And it's like, wait, no, you have your inner book. Your inner dialogue gives you a book within with tools that guide you towards, hey, what am I feeling? How am I feeling? And that's why I say the balance between logic and feeling. Logic? Read books. I love reading. I love information. But balance it with your feeling. How do you use that information? How does the information feel to you? Not others. You. How does it fit in with you? Don't change yourself because of other people or because of opinions, or because of belief systems. Then we would go into a dogma, and I mean, we're trying to go through evolution. So, 
April is very connected to perfectionism because there is a new beginning and it's usually scary. It's like, what am I walking into? Or it's very, um, how can I say it? it? It can just feel very unstable. And my guides always say something. <laughs> when they say it, I'm like, why, you guys, why? They say lack of stability can only bring stability because when you feel unstable, you start paying attention again and you say, ah, okay, I'm not following my routine or I'm not following these these um, certain things that work for me or I actually have to make a new routine, new schedule, new this, new that. So it's about reconstructing everything. So lack of stability is the opportunity to do a whole reconstruction. And don't be the, um, the one building the construction. Be the architect. And I'm going to say why. The, one, the ones building the construction are the logic, the feeling, the physical reactions. And you are the architect deciding. When all of that is balanced... You become the architect and you say, okay, this is the blueprint. This is what I want. And you feel stable right away because you understand that lack of stability was just an opportunity of change, which is beautiful if you have that opportunity. So April being so connected to perfectionism also brings us into the topic of decision, being decisive and Anyone who has ever worked with me or has had a reading with me understands how important that is because that's how you're able to use your free will and set an intention. When you're decisive, you're like, this is my intention. This is what it is. This is what I want. When you set an intention, then you know how to act with your free will. So decisiveness is very important to lack perfectionism and truly connect to essence and and flow and living experiences. So to decide, I always say you have to balance first. You have to understand how you feel and why you feel what you feel and why you pick a certain logic. Because if you go asking other people, you have to understand everyone lives in a different reality. We can all see a box, but everyone's going to want to do something different with that box. And those are realities. I live in a reality where I know that my actions are always based on the intention of love, of understanding boundaries and respect, loyalty, and there's a whole list. And that's my foundation. So my intention is always there, but sometimes it doesn't mean that someone else um, has that perspective about me and that's okay because they live in a different reality and maybe the way I speak, the way I move reminds them of something or to them it's like confusing or to them it's like, no, that's too loud or that's too low or that's too out there or whatever it is that they think, whatever it is that they feel Everyone lives in a different reality and um, we can't expect everyone to understand us. We can't expect everyone to say, oh yeah, 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 I see your intention. 
because it just doesn't work that way. And that's why communication is key. If you ever doubt anything, ask the person, be like, wait, what was your intention? Because I don't get it. That's okay. And by the way, I don't always ask people. I just say, okay, I don't, I don't want to ask them. I'm okay with that. I'll know the truth one day. And then there's people that I ask them. I'm like, wait, what was your intention for saying this? Because I, my reality is showing me this. But what is it truly? And that's when you open up to communication, to understanding others. But it doesn't mean it's going to change your perspective. It doesn't mean it's going to change who you are. It can change um, your idea and say, oh, okay, so you smile when you say this. Or you're just really nice. You're not flirting. Or you're just really, because I get that a lot. I get a lot of people thinking I'm flirting and I'm not. I'm just being myself. I just love to make people happy and ask them how they are and why they're doing something or I just love conversation I love to I love to see people I love to see them and say hey I saw you I see you I see how you're feeling and it's okay keep feeling but that's because I care I care about people being seen because I think a lot of the sadness or loneliness, even when people are surrounded by a lot of people, comes from not being seen, comes from not being heard, comes from lacking that communication because there's different types of communication. And those different types of communication are speaking, obviously, listening, and seeing. I see you. I see that you're telling me you're good, but what's going on really? Come on, tell me. I'm okay with listening. So that can come off as what is this? And the perspective of the person and their reality is going to pick that information up in a different way. It doesn't mean they're wrong. It doesn't mean, oh, how could you think this of me? No, I just, I clarify and I say, oh, well, this is why I am the way I am because I care. And I like to care sincerely. Uh, so it's it's about everyone living in a different reality with their own intention. Um, kind of like when you see someone having a tough time and to you it's like, why are they having a tough time if that's so easy to handle or that's so easy to fix? Well, because maybe they lived in a reality where they saw a mom or a dad always go through the same scenario and not know how to fix it not know how to um, handle it understand it learn from it so they're in the path of healing that lineage and what seems easy to you might seem difficult to others what seems difficult to you might seem just very easy to others and that's a blessing that's um that's balance we're all supposed to be balanced because as a whole, we create one. We create a macro organism, which is earth. And as a whole, we get to really connect and we get to teach one another something. So if you're open to learning and listening, that's, that's a tool right there. 
doesn't mean they change your reality. It just means you absorb information within your perspective and you say, okay, I see what you're saying. I grab the tool, however I feel it feels right to me. However, it logically and feeling wise is right for me. So that's why we're all supposed to be different. We're all supposed to be completely different. And that's why there's space for everyone to be whatever they want to be. Many channelers out there, many healers out there, and everyone does it differently. Everyone expresses things differently. And anyone will connect to the vibration they are they feel it resonates and that's beautiful because we're all different so perfectionism usually connects us to feeling or usually it's connected to the fear of feeling too different or the feeling of of not belongingness so i want to speak about belongingness as well belongingness is a beautiful um feeling it's one of the most beautiful feelings and i think it's one of the first feelings we get as human beings belongingness when we're born and our mom holds us it's about belonging even in in the nine months of being in our mothers that connection that um warmth it's belongingness so when usually when you look for belongingness you look for similarities but in reality belongingness is not about similarities this is why families usually have such a tough time healing together or understanding one another because there's an expectation of similarities you always hear the mom or the dad say, oh, he, she looks like me and they do this like me. Or you do that like your father. You do that like your mother and you look exactly like this person. You look like your aunt. You look like your grandmother. All these things over and over because that's the language as society that they have about belongingness, which is nothing bad, by the way. It, it's nice to be seen and say, oh, you look like this family member, and then you get to see yourself. And I think that's very important for like the first seven years of your life to just see yourself in others. Because there's also purpose behind it, and you see possibilities of what I can be, and do I want to be that, or do I not want to be that? You start building that consciousness of the possibility of what you could be, and deciding, well, okay, I'll go on a different route um, so belongingness is truly about being seen, being heard, and being accepted, but not in a way of, oh, I need your acceptance, I'm gonna try to get your acceptance, because that's usually something that happens a lot between children and parents, and that's a whole healing process. It's more about, I'm just being myself, and they see me, and they like to be around my energy. That's another type of acceptance that we just belong together. We, it's belongingness. We, we belong in each other's energy. I like their energy too. But you both can be completely different or it can be a group of five and everyone can just bring in something different in the table. But what helps them belong, it's the ideologies, the 
Well, more like the foundation, not even ideologies, foundation, the foundation of we believe in respect, we believe in listening, we believe in communication, we believe in truth, we believe in, hey, if you have to tell me something, just tell me, I'll accept it, I'll fix it, I'll, or I'll communicate why I do things the way I do. So it's about foundation. If the foundation is the same, doesn't matter whether you don't like blue or red or white and they do or green or purple and they're like, oh, I hate purple and you're wearing purple, but I, I like you. I like the way you carry yourself. I like that I can speak to you and we don't have to agree. I like that we can speak and you actually listen. I like that you speak to me very respectfully maybe even the same sense of humor or you don't have the same sense of humor but you know so you are comfortable with each other's boundaries that's true belongingness because you also see a lot of uh partners out there who are very similar but yet they're actually different they just have likes and dislikes that are similar but the true foundation the true core is completely different so they don't know how to fit in kind of like when people say well i'm looking for someone that understands how to take care of their physical body the way i do because it's important to me so i kind of want someone who understands it it's not about the action maybe someone does karate and the other person is um i don't know a swimmer and that's their difference but their belongingness is the the belief of my physical body needs movement. And you know how important it is. So you know that it's important for me to go every day at this time and actually do that one hour lap. So it's belongingness is not about, oh, we like the same music, we dress the same, we no, that's that's superficial, which is beautiful. I'm not saying it's not important. But I am saying that understanding what belongingness is changes things. Because then you start saying, oh, who are my people then? Who accepts me in a way where I can just be myself because I accept myself? Because I see myself. Because they, they get excited when I do good in life. Because they, um, they're honest. They're loyal. And loyalty doesn't mean they have to like sacrifice something. No, it just means that whatever happens, they, they're there, they're present, they're in the now with you. They, they care about you, they pay attention to you, they look at you in the eye and they know what you're talking about. That's loyalty. So this month being about not trying to connect to perfectionism, but rather the flow of the new beginning that we all have the opportunity to tap into. Try to ask yourself, where do you belong? What What is it that you belong to? In you, not in others, in you. What is belonging in you? Being you. How do you belong in your space? How do you belong in your home? How do you belong in whatever it is that you do every single day within you? Don't go to like your job and be like, oh, do I belong here? That's questioning. 
No, go to jo- to your job and say, oh, I bring in this to my job. I bring the honesty. I bring the respect. I bring the worth work ethic. I bring in the stability. That's how I belong. That's what I give. So what am I receiving? Again, equal exchange, give and receive. Equal uh, connection energetically that changes everything. So I talked about all of this to explain how this is not a race. This is an experience. This is a, I'm here to be human. And what is being human? What is it? Because we've been told, hey, you have to wake up and go to school when we're younger. So now we're used to waking up early and starting our day with action. And yeah, but why Why being human? Why is it so special? What are you going to go back to your soul and tell your soul? Be like, oh my God, it was so exciting to just eat sometimes. I don't know. I love food. So pretty sure I'm going to tell my soul that. I'm going to be like, Oh my god, if you only knew how delicious chilaquiles are and sushi and pasta and enchiladas, caldo de pollo. Oh my god. So, I'm pretty sure I'm that's going to be on my list, just saying food. But then all the other beautiful things. Heartbreak is a beautiful thing because you go through a process of understanding how It's okay to say no. It's okay to surrender. It's okay to love yourself and not think it's you're a bad person because you're loving yourself more than someone else loves you. Um, Besides heartbreak, being a sister, I think it's one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had because they're little humans to me. My brother is 21. My sister is 14. I'm 28. We're all seven years apart. And seeing them grow up has been an experience where I get to see how they learn things. I think that's the most beautiful thing. I see how they learn things. I see their reactions. I see their growth. Every time I speak to them, it's like, I'm like, who are you now? Like, they learn so fast. Um, I see the their different love languages. There are different reactions with my mom. I see how my mom has to kind of speak to us in a different way. I see my role as a sister as a very important um, just interaction because I know that there is an impact just like they have an impact on me I have on them I I feel the the connection of teaching one another in different ways I I learned respect with them because I always wanted to be respectful and and not be like oh, I'm the oldest I'm like telling you what to do or no I wanted to take care of them I wanted to protect them I wanted to teach them it was like just this beautiful connection for me or it is this beautiful connection to me and I like to listen and hear their different perspective and their different reality and and it's just exciting to me it's very exciting to me to be the oldest sister um, and this can be translated to many other people as being 
um, a friend. I also love being a friend. That's a beautiful experience. I learn a lot from my friends. I I feel like sometimes I I'm very spoiled by the people I love because I love to spoil people. I love to to make people feel loved because I love love. So it's listening to my friends and their life and seeing them work and see them seeing them be passionate about something that makes me happy that really makes me happy it really makes me happy when they tell me they they accomplished something because i saw when they were tired and they were still getting up i saw when they had a bad day and I had to kind of be there for them or not have to, but I wanted to be there for them um, as much as I can because those who know me, I don't answer messages as fast as I should. Um, So I'm also making it sound very romantic, you guys. I take long to answer, but if something is happening, I'm there. Um, So I just love to see and fall in love with the process of being human in those I interact with, um, my my mom, my mom is a very young mom. She, I I've loved seeing her being a mom, not just to me but to my siblings. I've loved seeing her. Just how can I explain it? Just become the woman she is because obviously she's always been a woman. She's always been a magnificent, magnificent mother. She's always been a very mom, mom. Like she took it as a, this is, this is my job. I need to be the best of the best. And even then she, her lessons, she takes them very courageously and she's very about, yeah, I should have done it another way. But you guys, um, like she's very open to learning. And I think that that has given us a space. It's giving me a space to understand how life sometimes is just about being in the now and learning and moving. Just movement. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yes, there's rest in the way. You rest, you lay down and you say, okay. I'm done with the day today, but you keep going. Perseverance. Um, my clients, I I love my clients. I love them, and they know I I enjoy listening to their stories. I enjoy seeing their breakthroughs, their rebirths. I enjoy listening to the results they create for themselves because all I do is guide and give tools. They're the ones actioning and connecting to everything. And I feel very blessed to just be part of seeing so many stories that are beautiful. To me, they're love stories. They're self-love stories. And that's just so beautiful. Um, My dad, my dad is an angel on earth. That's the only way I can describe it. He's just so compassionate such a huge heart with empathy and he listens and being his daughter um has really he taught me how to not be afraid of who I am even though it's different even though not everyone understands me or gets confused by the way I speak 
because to me this is the normal way of speaking if you meet me in person i'm over here like divine timing and and all these words just came from me i i didn't have a family member who told me about it i didn't have a teacher who told me about it i just started understanding oh okay guides okay this is happening because i started channeling very young i was five when my mom first noticed so he just showed me how it's okay to not be fearless he taught me courage and how to build that strength within me without needing anyone or anything and and being fearless so everyone teaches us something and i went very personal on this because i haven't had an easy life i haven't a lot of people usually look at me and say oh my god but alexia you just look like you've always lived in paradise like you look so happy and it's like yeah because i worked for this happiness you guys it's work sometimes and that's okay but i've always been in the now i've always made what i have enough so what do you have around that's enough instead of sticking to perfectionism because i love everything that i mentioned and everyone but there's been times where we disagree and we're like okay give me five minutes i can't really speak to you right now that happens that's okay it doesn't mean you throw all the good away it doesn't mean it's bad it just means it's an experience in the now and you have to find the solution you have to connect to consciousness you have to connect to self-awareness i've had friends tell me well you kind of suck because you never answer my texts and they're right they're right they've given me the silent treatment and it hurts it does but i i own it i'm like okay fine i get it i need to stop doing that but i own it i don't become a victim of it and say oh my god but they don't understand i work since 4 a.m or sometimes 5 a.m and i go to sleep until 10 and i don't stop all day no no they shouldn't understand they know but i also know i'm a friend and i i could text back i could i we have to make space Maybe I can't every single day, but I can at least once a week. So it's about taking accountability and responsibility instead of focusing on perfectionism of I have to fit in this box. Because personally, I do not fit in a box. I can't. There is no way. I wouldn't know what to call myself. I I just wouldn't. So this new beginning is a lot about self-awareness and consciousness and taking accountability of what is limiting you. What is limiting you right now? How do you feel limited? There's a reason why you do. What's causing this limitation? What's causing this change? What's causing um, you to feel like something is missing? Instead of connecting to perfectionism, connect to self-awareness and say okay i get it i need to change this okay i get it i need to adapt to this or i need to call this person or i need to understand who i am as a human as a woman as a man as a sister as a brother as a daughter son whatever it is without tapping into the trauma but choosing in the now i always tell people people usually remember those around them in the stage they got impacted impacted the most 
For example, parents usually remember their kids when they were teenagers, and they have that image and that sense of awareness of them because it was impactful if they were rebellious or if they were worried about them. So the worry stays as a pattern of this is what I remember most of the person because I'm in survival mode and I have to know how to react. <clears throat> so don't remember yourself in survival mode. What are you in the now? I'm going to give you five seconds as I drink my tea to think about it. So who are you in the now? What are you in the now? You had five or yeah, five seconds to think about it. Who are you here and now? Not yesterday, not your past, not what hurt you the most. No, no. You already got a result from all of that. Again, no perfectionism. Just walking into that door of new beginnings. What is it? Because answers, there's always answers. If, yeah, if we go into past lives, you've been everything. But it doesn't mean you have to know everything. There's no space, there's no time in this lifetime. It's more about the new, it's about evolution. So it's a month to decide. Because you have the power to decide. And I'm here to remind you that you have the power to decide so that's april and i'm very excited to hear what everyone has to say but i do want to talk about spain a lot of people <laughs> asked me about spain and i was a bit disconnected i hope you all understand that i missed you and it was such a magnetic experience an experience filled with love, self-love, um, independence, persistence, um, self-trust, a lot of self-awareness, a lot of um, everything, everything. I went to Spain for work. Um, I, I did a one-on-one -on -one in-person uh, reading. I tend to work with people who want one-on-ones in person. It is a different process. It is, um, it depends. There's people I do feel like it has to be in person. So I had that opportunity in the most beautiful place of Madrid and Barcelona and I was lucky enough to be able to see one of my best friends that lives over there, Maxine, for those who know her. And my other two best friends flew in to join us, which is Alice Bell and Madeline, Maddie. Um, they, we, I think we created this, this space of divine feminine that really connected us to... to ex to just expanding our souls in different ways. It was my first time in Europe ever, which was huge to me. I felt very independent, like I said, very independent. I felt the energy expanding. I felt like I 
kind of activated something in me. Even my clients would tell me, Alexia, the energy is very strong. What's happening? Instead of doing like one hour session, they would only want to do 30 minute session. And I think I really connected to my ancestors, understanding why I had some limitations in myself that I had to just get rid of. And the first one was that self-love, seeing myself as, as the person I am and accepting who I am as I am. And I think it's something that has been, that I have been working on for, for a while now. Not because I'm not sure of who I am or what I do. It's more about belongingness, like I said. And I understood, well, I've always belonged. I'm just not the same as anyone. And no one is the same as anyone. And that really just gave me a lot of freedom. And I wanted to share with all of you because I want everyone to be free. Free will is about being free because we are free people. But the self-judgment or the lack of self-trust sometimes makes us doubt ourselves. And that's why I started playing with colors on my Instagram because with the posts because I was like, well, I mean let's be colorful. Let's see what fits, what doesn't. I don't want to be in a box. I don't want to be limited. Um, I also got to really feel how there's times where our ancestors are really, how can I say this, are really just guiding us towards simplicity just simplicity, not complication. It's about how emotions are really not supposed to be the biggest part of our lives. It's a balance. So I was really able to tap into that balance, tap into that trust and and keep going. And I think that Spain is a beautiful place. It's Anyone who wants to visit, you're going to have a lot of things to do. There's there's no day where you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, so that was beautiful. And just as a person, besides a channeler, I think I got to see a different culture. Um, I grew up in California. I am Mexican. So I grew up in this small town called El Centro, California, that no one knows about. Um, but I do want to say, Cher, the the lady who sings, do you believe um, in love after love? I think that's how it goes. I think. I might be very wrong. Um, she was born there. So you guys, it's on the map. It's on the map. Um, but I grew up in that town, in, in that beautiful town, my home, that is next to the Mexican border. So to us who grew up there, anyone who grows up there knows that coming in and out is very normal. Your grandma lives on the other side, you live on the other side. So coming in and out is like, oh, I'm just going to go get tacos. Come on. Um, so my upbringing was very mixed, was very, um, I understand both sides, but I'm not part of any or I don't feel part of any, it's like I'm too mixed to know who I am, what I do, 
why you know all those things so being part of that town is is a blessing because you get to live both worlds um even the schools you you just hear people like oh i cross every day to like come to school or things like that um so what i'm going with this is that going to spain and kind of lacking the flexibility of coming back and forth to places was like a shock to me like i i just didn't think i would i would notice it i wouldn't i would notice that shock of oh like this is just one place because now that i live in la yes i feel further but i don't feel the lack of being able to do that as much so in a way it felt a bit limited to internally but then i had to understand um no it's expanding i'm getting in a new culture i'm understanding a new culture i am um i am in a new culture so that was very just different for me um even the the spanish is different the words that are being used are different they would laugh at me when i would ask for spicy sauce they would be like i would say picoso and they would say picante and it was just it, it was just an amazing thing to see and 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 experience and also live and understand and kind of be like okay i know spanish but i don't know your spanish and open up so it just showed me how in a way i was limited in a way i was limited to to my um how i grew up and how there's always space for more for that evolution of learning more of knowing more of getting to know myself in those scenarios that i had never been in and expanding so if you feel like like you're stagnant or like monotone or like adventure is missing i think anyone would say this and everyone knows but just going into a different culture really helps you see how much more you can take in and experience and learn about yourself and kind of see yourself in different scenarios and see the different tones of voice and different reactions and be like oh that's normal here okay um because even in mexico um when i visit if i go to the south of mexico they say i speak too like tough but then on the north where the border is it's that's normal so it's it's just beautiful to see how everyone is different and that's what i'm trying to get to i just saw how unlimited we can be and how we can just learn from everyone and everything and expand and just keep growing keep growing because that those are the experiences about that take us to that ascension i'm gonna go to my soul and be like soul there were one language but everyone would use a different word even my trainer the other day um he's an amazing trainer his name is sam um weightlifting he um he asked me how do you say bus in spanish because he's puerto rican and i was like autobus camion he was like no 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 you call it wawa which i think it is i hope i'm not saying it wrong and i was like oh, really so i'm gonna go to my soul and say spanish was still different for everyone 
And that's beautiful. That's essence. We bring in, even as a group, we bring in a certain essence to things. So that's what I got from Spain. Just seeing their interactions and seeing how how beautiful it is. I think what impacted me the most was seeing grandparents with their grandkids playing outside and walking and a mom and a daughter at those different stages of life just walking around drinking a coffee and just very um, family oriented it was just very beautiful to see that and and kind of understand that that it's um how can i say it that it's okay to be at any age and still and still be doing more. I don't think I had that ideology or that sense of seeing. Um, maybe because of my own personal experience with my family. But just, just seeing how there were older women in their 80s strong walking around the city and and with their grandkids, taking care of their grandkids, I just thought it was beautiful. And it, it really impacted me. And I wanted to share with all of you because that's my perspective. That's my reality. That's what I saw. That's what I saw with my eyes. So, so it's just beautiful. And now that we're ending the episode, I do want to say thank you to everyone who has been joining the BBU school. Um, I'm very excited to see all the new people. It's an every month. Um, it's a monthly subscription, so anyone can join any month. It's about workshops. You receive journal prompts every month. You receive meditations. You receive um, information about growth spiritual growth spiritual connection and it's channeled for the month you receive affirmations for morning and night exercises the workshops are always based on the energy of the month i am going to start including also numerology and divine feminine and divine masculine how to activate it so it's a school it's a school that you can join for a month and if it doesn't resonate, you can leave. But I'm very excited to see all the new faces for the workshop coming up on the 10th or 11th. I'm not too sure. I'll check and I'll post. Um, and also the forecast membership. It's such a blessing to be connecting to so many people and just channeling for all of you, my clients that I love. Also, I want to give a shout out to the sound engineer, um, Teddy. He's amazing. He's so patient with me because he's been telling me, hey, we haven't posted anything for three weeks. And I'm like, I know, I know. (laughs) I just sit down and it just doesn't flow. Um, He's amazing. And I think it's important to give him a shout out and just everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to talk next week sending you all love and light